For over 10 years, VOC Nation has taken listeners behind the scenes of the greatest moments in pro wrestling history. Our hosts are not only experts on the business, but have lived in the business. Subscribe and hear weekly podcasts from hosts like legendary pro wrestling journalist Bill After, former Impact Wrestling star Wes Briscoe, former WWE and AWA broadcaster Ken Resnick, former WWE and TNA star Shelly Martinez, former WCW star The Maestro, NWA legend The Raging Bull Manny Fernandez, and much more. VOC Nation programming is free on most major podcasting apps, including iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Radio.com. And video podcast and bonus content is available on Patreon for as low as $3 a month. What are you waiting for? Head to VOCNation.com and dig into the most comprehensive podcast network built for pro wrestling fans. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at VOC Nation Wrestling Network and follow us on Twitter at VOC Nation. Okay, guys. Let's play a little hockey. Ladies and gentlemen, to a champion list, trophy list, playoff list episode of Obey the Puck. I'm Dan Calchico. All right, Cody's to the right side this time for the camera. Paul Baker's over here. Kelly is disembodied, but we're all here. Uh, <laughs> say hi, Kelly. Hello. <laughs> She's here. She's disembodied. But uh, we have a new episode. To, we have a few things to talk about. Not going to be packed. And I promise I'm not going to bring up the Flyers at all. And uh, usually with Stadium Journey, I say I'm never bringing up Pork Roll, and I always do so. Let's see if I can keep my props. Probably not. But uh, My job is usually to try to goad him into saying the thing he doesn't want to say. Yes, yes. And Paul will, and I'll say I'm not saying that, and Paul will, and by goading, Paul will just look at me once, and I'll just say it because I have no self-control. Uh, so <laughs> that's where we're at. That'll be the puck. We're going to see how it goes. But we have a few things to talk about. And the first thing I want to talk about is happy news because it's no secret. What's up, Jay? Thanks for uh, coming on. And like I said, Jay, you'll be happy. Zero Flyers talk. The only Flyers reference is the um, the uh, Ramones ripoff T-shirt. Um, so it's no secret for years. Uh, me more than the two of you, but you guys have kind of joined in the the the. Uh, we're not really fond of NBC's coverage of the NHL. We're of hockey in general. It's 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 been there's been good, there's been really bad, there's been a lot of in the middle. But uh, it's not been. No one's gonna look back at twenty years ago, man. Remember when it was on NBC? NBC that was amazing. Uh, I think uh, it'll just be a little footnote. And hopefully never again. I'm sure it'll be coming back to NBC after seven or eight years or whatever. This is. But we knew. Go ahead. Well, Paul, were you going to say something? No, that was just like that struck my funny bone right there. Yeah, I, I just wanted to give props to NBC for finally managing not to cut off the playoffs for the Kentucky Derby. That's true. Yeah. They they couldn't possibly do it this year. I was still convinced they were going to find a way. Find a way. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but by some weird uh, terrible circumstance that is COVID-related, they're not getting cut off this year. 
But, um, yeah, so we knew the NHL is going to go. We know. Not a word out of you, Kelly. The NHL is going to be on ESPN. But there's another deal struck sometime last week where the NHL is actually also going to be airing on Turner Networks, TNT and other networks. And I have the deal here real quick. It's a seven-year television multimedia rights deal beginning next season. It will have exclusive coverage of Stanley Cup Final in three of the seven years. So I guess ESPN and TNT will be alternating uh, the Stanley Cup Final, the last round before the Cup. Um, For the Cup, not before. I meant what I said, and I said something I didn't mean. Uh, Half of the Stanley Cup playoffs each year. Okay. Bring Stanley Cup Final and the Stanley Cup playoffs TNT and TBS for the first time ever. There's going to be up to 72 regular season games and the NHL Winter Classic each season. So ESPN's not getting that outdoor game. TNT will be getting it. And there will be an expansive digital highlight rights for Bleacher Report, which I had no idea was under the Turner Sports banner. There's been a couple of dust-ups in sports. Not dust-ups. There's been a bunch of, oh, they're not there anymore? Because NBC Sports is gone. I don't know what's going to happen to the local, like, for instance, uh, NBC Sports Washington, NBC Sports Philadelphia. I haven't heard definitively either or if they're staying NBC or they're going to go under another brand. The other one that was memorable to me that I'll throw into this equation for TNT and ESPN and NHL is Fox Sports is gone all of a sudden, and it's it's Bally Sports? Yeah, uh, yeah, Paul. Well, breaking news for Paul. That just happened. Sports that, Fox Sports that's gone, like the local affiliations, Fox Sports is still around, but the local ones are now Bally's. Um, so, yeah, uh, the NHL beyond TNT, which is weird because uh, two years ago, wrestling returned to TNT for the first time in 20 years, and now hockey and wrestling is on one network. That's weird to me. Um we we talked a little bit last time how the ESPN deal kind of expands it back to ABC and the Disney. Uh, this is I I kind of hoping Paul your thoughts that this kind of broadens the less of a use of that terrible terrible app at HL TV where ninety percent of the games are still blacked out to everybody. Well, well, well none of that changes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, great. <laughs> All right, never mind. Say something else about the deal. I don't know. And TNT's uh, start does not fill one with confidence because uh, their first graphic to announce that they got the contract was like, hey, let's put on some uh, graphic with some pictures of the NHL's biggest stars. So they put uh, put Alex Ovechkin on there. And you know what? They figured, you know what? Who else is big? Oh, that captain guy in Edmonton is big too. Let's put him on there. Whoops. Wrong captain. They put a picture of Andrew Ference with Ovechkin, not Connor McDavid. To be fair, was he the captain when Atlanta had a team? Yes. There you go. I think so. Oh, Ferris was once the, the captain of the Oilers, yes. No, that's what I mean. <laughs> yeah, was he, what we're asking is, was he still captain of the Oilers when Atlanta was still the Thrashers? Yeah, sure. Uh, mid-90s, so. Yes, yeah, sorry, technically yes. Or, or mid-zeros, not mid-90s. Mid-zero. Well, it's still technically yes, because it was 13-14 <laughs> the last season, I believe it was. I'm going to give it to you, Kel. Yeah. Uh, well, I still won't be paying for NHL TV because it's the worst. App, it's the worst sports app out there. It's even worse than MLB. I don't know how you did it. Do you know how hard you have to work to be worse than the MLB in anything? 
and the NHL continues to do it almost on a daily basis, which we will talk about in a little while. But the, the app is terrible. Like, it, it, when I knew, I tried for two years when I first moved down here. It's It's been ten years in October. Um, the Flyers games were still blacked out in D.C. metro area because they were saying it's in market. No. But I'm just happy, Paul, that they're leaving NBC because it's been anything but a smooth ride. Oh, I wonder if TNT will bring on Mike Mulberry. Or Jeremy Roenick. Or who else who else has been kicked off of their broadcast? <laughs> we can only hope. My only my only real well, I mean not my only real issue, but my issue with Milbury is is he didn't sound like he wanted to be there in the first place. So go home. Stay home. He didn't even know he was in Toronto. Can't cash a check that way. Uh, didn't he start a podcast? Don Cherry? Everybody else does. Yeah. When they're fired for being a jerk, and but that no, it's not them. It's it's us. Uh, Kelly, your thoughts on the, the league you love so much being on available in more places? Uh, yeah, it's fine. Hopefully, um, them going to TNT and TBS means that they'll actually have some new ideas about how to you know promote the game and 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 put some actual money behind it and. I don't know, try some, anything different? That would be great. Uh, you know, ESPN, I guess we pretty much know what that will be. I haven't watched ESPN ever, really. But <laughs> for my my time watching hockey on there, I mean, they they did a good job. I liked the ESPN uh, games back in the 90s when they were on there. So Your cousin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Air quotes. Um, so, yeah, I, I look forward to seeing what they do with it. I don't think it makes much of a difference for the reasons I've mentioned before. None of this affects the local contracts, which is why NHL TV is garbage for, you know, most fans. Multiple. It works great if you're nowhere near the team you want to watch. So if you're on the other side of the country and you want to watch Boston, it's great. But if you're anywhere near <laughs> anywhere near the team that you, you plan on watching, uh, you better hope that the blackout thing doesn't doesn't cover you somehow. It, it just it makes no sense. But they're not going to change it because they don't want to give up that sweet, sweet local contract money, I guess, whatever that is. I mean, if they didn't even get a billion for the national TV contract, I don't know what they're getting from local uh, local TV stations for their for their broadcasts. But they didn't want to mess with it. I mean, I was happy about it until I talked to y'all about it. <laughs> now I have zero hope of happiness. <laughs> zero hope, which, you know, is the NHL thing. I, you thought I was going to go there. I didn't. And the NHL said, you're welcome. Yeah, the NHL said, no, no happiness for you. <laughs> I was looking up. I'm still looking forward to the change on a, on a, on a basic level, though. I'll say that. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I'm definitely hopeful that it'll, it'll be better. Cross fingers. <laughs> Speaking of money, the AHL just this past week announced that is it five divisions? Yes. Okay, so four out of the five divisions will have zero playoffs. Zero. Yep. None. Uh, the only so apparently the AHL gave all the the the, the uh, decision to the separate divisions on what to do for a playoff and for a trophy, and 
every division except for the Pacific Division decided we're not doing a playoff. Uh, I don't even know what the other cups or trophies are called for the division with the Phantoms, the Bears, and the Penguins, or the Baby Pens. It's the Pennsylvania Cup. No, it's not. That's what it says. It says on the thing. I told you this a hundred times. It says Pennsylvania Cup. That is a cup for the Pennsylvania teams to play each other. They do this in soccer all the time or in well, that's football. Stupid. The, the, they're playing for some some historic trophy for the entire division because why would Rochester have a chance to win the Pennsylvania Cup? That makes no sense. I mean, to be fair, I've seen the fans play two teams, so I forgot the other ones are in the division. Well, I think that's part of the problem. Everyone's brain is locked up because you've seen the same other three teams, two teams, if you're Paul. Uh, yeah, you just you can't even – you don't even remember that there are other teams in this league anymore, which is not all that dissimilar to a normal AFL season. <laughs> <laughs> but you know it's bad when you're pining for the days of a regular, quote-unquote, AHL schedule where you occasionally saw some other team wander into town. <laughs> Go ahead, Paul. I got looking nothing up. to say. I'm right. I got nothing. Uh, yeah. No, I'm not trying that... to say you're wrong. I'm looking up the information so I can give it well, to Well, all the divisions else. were different this year, so you couldn't give out those trophies anyway. Well, they're uh, they're all playing for trophies that exist. Like um, the I know that the Canadian division's playing for the Mathers Trophy. Um, I, and that just stuck out in my head because Frank Mathers is pretty much associated with with the Hershey Bears. But you've got a banner hanging up in the, in yeah. the uh, Hershey Park Arena. Yeah, All right, yeah I got it. They're I, not I, play, they're not playing for for that trophy, which kind of struck me as odd. And I was like, well, okay, well he's Canadian, so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got it here. Pacific Division is the John D. Uh, Chick Trophy. The Atlantic Division is the Emile Francis Trophy. The North Division is the FG Teddy Oki Trophy. As you said, the Canadian division is the Mathers Trophy. And the Central Division is the Sam um, Pollock Trophy. Okay. I don't even know what division I'm in. You're in the Atlantic Division. You're Atlantic, yes. Yeah, so you're getting the Emile Francis. All three, all three teams. Which is – so basically, it's the division championships. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Providence already won that one. Well, they kept throwing me off with this Pennsylvania Cup shit, and I'm like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> okay, I guess the trophy. So you get, so you get automatically two trophies. Is there's a big point, trophy. Please? There's another trophy. That doesn't make any sense. It's like, it's like soccer. There's the Thursday night trophy. And soccer is convoluted. <laughs> quite. Yeah, it's like the War Games match rules that are quite simple, but not at all. Um, the game counts over here, not over there. So my question was to everybody is these there are smaller leagues that make less money that are still vying for their championships. The NHL, of course, which has a lot of money but not really, according to them, is going to be doing their championships. What happened with the AHL where they can't get their championship figured out? The AHL existed this year just as a taxi squad to the NHL. Teams play a different amount of games, travel, all kinds of goofy stuff. But why risk the COVID thing if you could just practice at the same time? Well, they didn't know how many bodies they'd need. I know Boston has used close to 40 players this year. Yeah, I mean, and look at something like what happened in Vancouver, where 
Yeah. I mean, they shut the team down, but they were talking about, and I, I know currently they're, they're about half their team is Utica because they're, they're still waiting to get guys back um, from injury and, and stuff like that. So, well, maybe not now. I don't know. I haven't kept up that much, but that was the, the big talking point going into them having to play what was it, 19 games in 30 days or something yeah. stupid like that? <laughs> and so, I think at yeah. one point they did float the idea of just having the AHL team be Vancouver now. Oh, really? <laughs> I don't think I don't think that got very far, but I did hear it mentioned. I'm sure, I'm sure it came out. Yeah, Maybe by some goofball on Twitter, but you know. Well, well, why not? Not to rehash what we talked about last time, but why not? If Utica is going back to the land of the devils, why not just put your team in Vancouver? Well, do the Winnipeg thing, the logistics thing. No, we meant as the competitive entity. We didn't mean. Where uh, <laughs> I see. I see. I see. Yeah, yeah. At that point's logistical. Even if you want to do that, it's it's two weeks to get into Canada. So Vancouver Comets. Yeah. Um. I just I found I found it odd if you're having these players play. We know, all kidding aside, for a tax for the taxi squad experience, that why not take two weeks off and get how many divisions are there? I just count it five. Five. Have a playing thing. Play a Calder Cup game. Get your trophy off. Just seemed like a big waste of time to me. I I I think it just comes down to attendance. The vast majority of teams weren't Money. able to have yeah. any kind of any kind of um audience and attendance that would actually allow them to make any kind of money. And playoffs is where a lot of these teams do do make some money. Well, no. I think well, playoffs I are, think, are money I losers. Take that back. I'm yeah. sorry, I was thinking of the NHL. The NHL is where the playoffs can often be the difference between being in the red and the black for the season. But in the AHL, that is not true, outside of a couple of outliers. But but you have these teams, once they could get people back in their arenas, putting some people back in. There's no way these teams have money right now. But they're still playing this, these games. Uh, they're operating at a loss. I think I anything just, they're doing this year is subsidized by the parent clubs. Yeah, I was going to say right. that they have to be getting money from the NA. I certainly hope so. Where did I see last week that um, some of the players – for the uh, for the Maple Leafs, put uh, a fund together for the players on the Marlies, a team that is also owned by Maple Leaf Sports. And my initial thought was, why is it Maple Leaf Sports just giving them the money? <laughs> I understand operating costs, but still billionaires. I just I have a hard time drawing that line anymore. You don't get to be a billionaire spending money. I guess not. Uh, you know, we could debate the what tell what people to do with their own money thing, but these are still billionaires on on uh, upon on top of billions on top of more billions. Could you give your minor league team like hundred thousand? Well, it is for Toronto. There's some there's some hundred millionaires in the NHL. <laughs> this isn't a, this isn't the other major U.S. sports. When this went down, Comcast Spectacore was putting people off of work. It's Comcast. 
billions of billions of dollars. And you didn't, and you laid people off. You didn't do your job, sell the team to somebody who will do their job. I, I don't understand when you look at that revenue stream, how you're like, well, no, they didn't have the money. It's Comcast. What do you mean they didn't have the money? <laughs> the same same company that was going, we kept everybody online during this pandemic. Here's the terabyte uh, cap now. Pay us more. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, I don't know. I just, that seemed odd to me that, that the players had to do it. Well, the players are getting paid, but still pandemic, I don't know. It didn't make sense to me. It was very odd that the, that there's not another Calder Cup, which you should be angrier about that than me, Kelly, because uh, your team looked good. I mean, the fans looked good this year. Would have been fun. Hope they're both that good next year. That'd be nice. Because if it's for a trophy, man, that's going to be exciting. It, yeah, it always is. I always really enjoy the AHL playoffs. Well, it's easier to watch, too. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, we only have two more topics to go. Oh, I just wanted to say, I was looking at the, the uh, division standings in the AHL. No, this that. might be the first time ever Pacific yeah. Division has actually played the most games. <laughs> 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 I mean, they're all over the place because I guess COVID and stuff like that. But uh, the the San Diego Gulls have played 38 games. Yeah, yeah. we also have to take into account that, uh, oh, God, who is it that's not there? Stockton. Well, Stockton's in the Canadian division. Yeah, they moved on the Canadian division because of the taxi squad thing for Calgary. Yeah, a couple teams did. I was surprised when they said no no playoffs, um, why they didn't why a bunch of teams didn't just do what like what Binghamton did, go play at the practice facility. You weren't gonna have people in there right. for at least a while. I mean, even you know, even Hershey and, and stuff like that, there were no people in there. You can um, understand my conf- my confusion yeah. with all of this, right? <laughs> oh yeah, it's been very confused. I didn't even know there were no playoffs until like I think I, Paul mentioned it kind of offhand the last podcast. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. And then and, and then I solidified it with, you know, that's the thing. I read that thing about the Pacific Division and didn't even bother reading the rest of it that said that you know they were just handing the trophy out at the end of, for the point thing. And I'm like, I. I Okay. Well, I listen. I'm not trying to run a or a huge organization with multiple teams in 50 different spots. I okay. I'll take your words for it. Okay. Paul, take us take us out of here with something a little bit happier. Hey, yeah, a little bit of happy news. We got some award season for the NWHL. We announced their award winners for their abbreviated season, which was, we're not going to talk about their season either. But uh, they hey, did. hey, it, it it eventually happened. Yeah, well, I mean, that's kind of what the uh, AW, AWHL, the AHL would look like, too, though. Some kind of weird group. Where is the AWHL? Soon, uh, coming soon. Hey, you know, never, you never know. These, they'll need farm teams sooner or later, right? <laughs> Eventually, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, they had a Twitch show. They didn't do a glitzy Las Vegas show like the NHL does, but they did their own little Twitch show and announced their award winners. So, the most valuable player was Michaela Grant-Mentis from the Toronto Six. Pretty, signif- pretty significant because, uh, you know, an African-American woman taking home the biggest award in the uh, in the league and a rookie, actually, 
Or maybe not technically a rookie. I think she might have played a game or two last year. But a newcomer taking, taking the MVP. Impressive. Yeah. And then the uh, Defender of the Year. I think sooner or later they need to get names for these awards like, like the uh, NHL has. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the Defender of the Year uh, for the second year in a row was Kaylee Fratkin from the Boston Pride. There you go. The goaltender, and by the way, I, I would like to brag, pat myself on the back a little bit. Before the show started, I guessed every one of these awards. Oh, I thought you were going to get like an answer of the year or something. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> well, it would, well PA, PA guy of the year would have only been between me and the guy who did Lake Plastic, so <laughs> it, was, it would have been a coin toss. You won in my heart, Paul. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I just remember the, the Twitter comment from uh, after the first night. What is the announcer... Talking with a mask on? Yeah. Yes. Yes, the answer is talking. Gee. Yes. They said I had to. For the finals, though, I didn't. How dare you behind Plessis last time? You son of a bitch. So, anyway, our goaltender of the year was Amanda Levier from the Minnesota Whitecaps. Sure. Very well-deserved. She was outstanding. Newcomer of the year, again, Michaela Grant-Mentis from Toronto took that award. She actually took home four awards, so she was the big winner of the evening. And the Dena Lang Award went to Soroya Tinker of the Metro Riveters. So the Dena Lang is kind of the NWHL's version of the Masterson, I would guess. Oh, okay. For perseverance, uh, dedication to the sport, you know, new horizons, all that stuff. And, yeah, if Soroya Tinker didn't win this, there was something brutally, brutally wrong with the whole thing. We riot. <laughs> And then each team um, gave what they call a foundation award, which I think is uh, kind of a you know public service uh, kind of deal. So let's see. The winners were for Boston was Mallory Soliotis. For Buffalo was Carly Jackson. Connecticut was Grace Kleinbach. Metro Riveters was Soroya Tinker. Minnesota was Amanda Levier. And Toronto was Michaela Grant-Mentis. So there's no, award number three for Michaela. And then there was a fan three-star award, which I guess was just the popularity contest, but also three outstanding <laughs> winners. So the yeah. three the three stars, as voted by the fans, were Michaela Grant-Mentis, Carly Jackson from Buffalo, and Mallory Solio from Boston. You know, what I, you know what? I don't think Boston got enough trophies. You know what? It's funny. You know how, like, the NHL award uh, nominates three guys for each award? Some of these awards had, like, six people nominated for them. Some had four. It was it was kind of strange. Well, Boston, we're still learning. Boston had nominees all over the place, but they just only took home one award, so that's all right. You're still learning. You're talking about the regular season? Boston was in fourth place in the regular season. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my, how the tables have turned. Well, it's good to end on a, on a high note. And we'll but see. If I, get the, uh, if I happen to be lucky enough to get the Isabel Cup this summer, for a day, and if it happens to be on an Obey the Puck day, boom. Yeah, you better. Right there. You better. <laughs> hey, you better. Who wouldn't win a trophy? <laughs> you don't get one. I never get a trophy. <laughs> well, thank you for joining on our journey through the muck and the mire and then the happiness that is hockey. Hey, did you know that, the, that there's not a Pennsylvania Cup champion this year? 
Yeah, there is. Oh my goodness! Yes, <laughs> there will be. I'm kidding. I'm, I am just kidding. This year, I'm you guys see how not giving it out. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> we know we listen to this guy, and we're canceling it now. F him. Actually, you know what? I don't even know if it's existed before this year. I have no idea because no one cares about it. <laughs> no, I, I don't care. I, I I was so confused and cared very little that I didn't even know. <laughs> But yes, thank you for joining us tonight on a quick one. Kelly, people can find you nowhere, so never mind. Right. Don't even look. Don't even look. But it's Sked Central's around on Twitter. Paul, where can people follow you? Hey, if there was a, uh, an award, like if the Pennsylvania teams were having a cup, wouldn't they call it something fancier, like the Keystone Cup or something? You would think so, but no, we're here with the Pennsylvania Cup. Well, right. you see how confused some people got about Pennsylvania Cup, Paul. <laughs> Come on now. Uh, you can find more musings like that at Puckman R.I. You can follow me on Twitter while I file for divorce <laughs> at DanLaw83. Uh, social media platforms, by the way. <laughs> if you're not watching live... Yeah, you're divorcing her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have a Farabee-level Mark Friedman tonight, and that makes me very happy. Follow my happiness... As I get over my anger about the flyers at... Why did you get up just to get back to... My dog's having a senior moment. At DanLaw83. Uh, if you're watching on Twitch, watch us, watch it later on YouTube.com slash DanLaw83. Or if you're watching on YouTube, come join us live every night. Twitch.tv slash DanLaw83. DLCNation.com. If you're on your smartphone... Go to your podcast app or to Spotify. Type in VOC Nation Radio Network and listen to that whole thing. Follow the network. Listen to the ads. Help help me. Help me help you. For Kelly Levy and Paul Baker, Bill Ash, meeting Dan Calcio. We'll see you next time. Good night. Hey, this is a Total Package of Lex Luger. You're listening to the VOC Nation. Don't miss out. Check out In the Room every Tuesday night at 9. Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stro Maestro, Kazzy Fitz, Matt Grimm. And you and Ray are there too, right, Ray? We sure are. And we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Kaku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings. And then uh, pregnant. I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Wrestling with History, the voice of choice, and Killer Ken Resnick. When I die, they're going to open me up and find about 2,000 undigested Northwest Airline cheese omelets. Mr. Chris Cruz, what's going on? Jesus, how did I get roped into this? General Adnan went to school with Saddam Hussein. He cried, I cried, he cried, and who could have Adnan lost a lot of family in the Iraqi war. Everybody loves Granny. Wow. Yeah, see, a lot of people don't know that. Yes, Taylor, you guys are busting me up. Catch Wrestling With History with Ken Resnick and I live on VOCNation.com Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern Time or listen to the podcast by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. 
Stadium Journey, the worldwide leader in stadium reviews for the traveling sports fan, is proud to present the Stadium Journey podcast on VOC Nation. Join us as we talk with prominent figures from around the sports world to discuss issues pertaining to sports travel and stadiums around the globe. New episodes air on VOC Nation Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Join Paul Baker, Dave Cartney, Mark Viquez, Dan Calachico, and guests from throughout the sports world on the Stadium Journey podcast on VOC Nation. Each and every Thursday night, check it out, WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro, talking old school match of the week, talking dream matches, taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out, VOCNation.com, WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. Rock and Roll Union and North Step Productions in conjunction with Boo Ray Atlantic City proudly present Jersey Shore Jam 2, May 15th, featuring As We Become Ghosts and Rat Rod. It's been a long, cold winter, and now it's time to rock. Also appearing, the Rock and Roll Union house band, Shades of Grey, playing all of your favorites from the 60s to now. All COVID regulations will be in place. Tickets are available at eventbrite.com and are extremely limited, so get them before they run out. Doors open at 6 and showtime is at 7. Rat Rod, As We Become Ghosts, and Shades of Grey. Jersey Shore Jam 2, May 15th at Blu-ray, 201 South New York Avenue, Atlantic City. Did I mention there's free parking? Don't miss it. Yo, this is Jerry Stags of the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs here. You get ready to get nasty? Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby, because it's about to get nasty all around and up in this mother. Get ready. Nasty Sensation is coming at you. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network.